What's happening behind the scenes is important. Let's talk about it on Key Life. This is Key Life with our host, author, and seminary professor, Steve Brown. He's nobody's guru. He's just one beggar telling other beggars where he found bread. If you're hungry for God, the real God behind all the lies, you've come to the right place. Thank you, Matthew. If you were listening yesterday, we were talking about humility, and I gave you a passage from Proverbs, but I couldn't find the reference, and some of you thought I made it up. I didn't. <laughs> Let me read it to you again, make a comment, then we'll move on. It was Proverbs 25, 6 through 7. And in Proverbs 25, 6 through 7, let me get to the right place. It says, do not put yourself forward in the king's presence or stand in the place of the great. For it is better to be told, come up here, than to be put lower in the presence of a noble. And then we referenced Luke 14, 7 through 11, where Jesus says almost the same thing. The truth is, I'm a humble person because I have a lot about which to be humble. <laughs> and God in his graciousness reminds me, and if I don't remember, he allows me to do really dumb things publicly. And I've told him, if you really love me, you wouldn't let this happen. He said, no, they happen because my grace and my mercy always runs downhill. And I'm doing this because I love you. All right, let's move to another subject of what happens behind the scenes. Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Proverbs 16.25, again, there is a way that seems right to man, but the end is the way of death. The thing is that behind the scenes there is God's way, and up front it is our way. And if we do it our way, even if it feels right, it's the wrong way, and it leads to death and darkness and destruction a way that seemeth right unto man. Behind the scenes, God's revelation is this. This is the path. Walk in it. Stay there. We live in a culture of extreme self-righteousness. And a lot of people in our culture, and this includes you too in Canada, a lot of people in our cultures are doing really bad things and think they're good. They're hurting people, and they think they're helping people. They're virtue signaling and doing nothing that makes a difference. Why is that? Because of Proverbs fourteen twelve. There's a way that seems right to man, but the end is the way of death. And so... Let the Bible, the wisdom of Scripture, tell you what's good and bad. Don't let a talking head on television inform you about that information. Make sure that you absorb yourselves in God's revelation 
so that in that place you'll be able to look at the world and discern what is right and what is wrong. Now, let me show you something else. Uh, the people of God, the covenant people of God, that's the one place where there should not be an overabundance of credulity. Proverbs fourteen fifteen, the simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. I say often, and you've heard me say it often, that I'm a cynical old preacher. And it's not so much cynicism as it is realism. I try to look at the world through the eyes of Scripture. And I've been doing this for so long, I can hardly think a thought without thinking of a text of Scripture. I mean, I've been teaching the Bible for more years than a lot of you have been born. And so through all of that, I've developed a Christian biblical worldview. Sometimes I get it, and sometimes I don't, but most of the time, uh, I have learned to be skeptical about what people tell me, to be a bit realistic about those who say everything is fine, to question almost everything, but to do it gently, and to do it with love, and to start mostly with myself. The book of Proverbs says the simple believe every word. If you're a Christian, you should not believe every word. If you're a Christian, you ought to check out everything. If you're a Christian, realize that House, the doctor, was right. Everybody lies sometime. And the only way... um. The only way is to check it out. I told you the story that Manford George Gutsky, uh, who was my friend and is now in heaven, told me one time about a baptism service that took place in Texas. And they baptized those who were being baptized in a river, and it was the middle of the winter, and the river had frozen over. And this good old boy had come to Christ, and he wanted to be baptized right now because they believed in baptismal sanctification. In other words, after you were baptized, you didn't sin anymore, and he was having trouble in his walk, and he wanted to be baptized. And so the deacons took him down to the frozen river, they chiseled out a hole, and they dunked him in for his baptism. When he came up, he said, I feel wonderful. In fact, I don't even feel cold. One of the old Baptist deacons said, we got to do it again. He's lying. <laughs> you got to be careful what people say. And so the book of Proverbs says, don't be cynical. Because people tell the truth sometimes, too. Don't be cynical, but be realistic. And the simple believe every word. All right, let's go on to the next subject. I mean, this list is long. 
I don't even know how many subjects we have covered in this. Let's look at biblical egalitarianism. What's that? Biblical equality. Proverbs 14.20 The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich man has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. Proverbs 14.31 He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. Proverbs 23.7 The rich man and the poor man have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Proverbs 19.13 The poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. And then in Romans 12.16 Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Now that's being equal in the face of God. It's being wise about the world. It's understanding. Herbert Hoover one time was in New York and was walking down the street, and uh, there was a kid there, and he had an oversized overcoat, and he was begging for money. And Hoover left his entourage and went over and talked to that little boy for a long time. When he came back to his friends, they said, what was that about? He is of no account. And Hoover said this, nobody knows what's underneath that coat. I'll tell you what's underneath that coat. A little boy for whom Christ died. And Proverbs says you don't draw lines between the rich and the poor, the beautiful and the ugly, the good and the bad, because God has created all of us out of his love and his kindness, and that's egalitarianism that is proper and right. Let me see. I'm about at the end of this. Let me mention it, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. It's the gift that the poor give to the rich. Proverbs 14.31, He who presses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. Why is that? Because there's blessing in giving as much as receiving. We'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, but for now, why not you think about that Amen. Thanks, Steve. That was Steve Brown with more pearls of wisdom from the book of Proverbs with a quick visit to Romans as well at no extra charge. You're welcome. And we'll have even more to discover tomorrow, so hope you'll join us then. Every calling, every life's purpose, every dream and goal and desire and life plan boils down to two things. Love God, love people. Both can be hmm, unimpressive. Both are usually extremely untidy. Both can be discouraging at times. Both are often hidden from the applause of the world. Both bring peace and joy and actual authentic fulfillment. 
but not if we're constantly looking for our calling to be extraordinary. Well, that was from an article by Kendra Fletcher called, What If I Can't Find My Calling? You'll find that piece in the 2024 edition of Key Life Magazine. Claim your free copy right now by calling us at 1-800-KEY-LIFE. That's 1-800-539-5433. You can also email steve at keylife.org to ask for the magazine or to mail your request. Go to keylife.org slash contact to find our mailing addresses. Again, just ask for your free copy of Key Life Magazine. Finally, if you value the work of Key Life, would you join us in that work through your financial support? You can charge a gift on your credit card or include a gift in your envelope. Or simply pick up your phone and text Key Life to 28950. That's Key Life, one word, two words, doesn't matter. Just text that to 28950. Key Life is a member of ECFA in the States and 4C in Canada, and we are a listener supported production of Key Life Network.